Hello, this is Eric Lee, and I'm the editor of Labor Start, the news and campaigning website of the international trade union movement. And this is our third segment for Working Voices. Our guest today is in Kiev, Ukraine. Her name is Olesya Briozgunova, and she's the international officer of KVPU, one of the two national trade union centers in Ukraine. It's the, it's the Confederation of Free Trade Unions of Ukraine, what it stands for. Welcome, Olesya. Uh, thank you so much for inviting me, dear Eric. Greetings from Kyiv. And you told me just now that you're actually under, while we're speaking, you're under ballistic missile attack. Is that true? Uh, yes, uh, there is a ballistic attack on Ukraine and uh, Russian forces uh, strikes uh, missiles. So we have an uh, alarm today, uh, uh, now alarm across different cities of of Ukraine. Yes. So let me ask you briefly, how would you describe the situation of workers and their unions in, in Ukraine now, two years after the beginning of the Russian invasion? Uh, today, um, since the full-scale uh, Russian war started, uh, Ukrainian workers, as well as trade unions and all citizens, uh, live uh, under the constant stress and threat to be killed uh, by missiles and by hostilities. Uh, every day, uh, Russian forces uh, try to uh, target at, uh, different uh, cities of Ukraine, especially their aim is to destroy um, industrial objects, enterprises, infrastructural objects, as uh, electricity supply lines, electricity stations, as well as uh, residential areas, uh, because uh, their aim is to uh, destroy Ukraine as a country and to cause situation when there are uh, there will, uh, would be a collapse of economy and it will uh, would be uh, much harder to um, rebuild Ukraine. Moreover, every day Ukrainian workers are uh, under the constant uh, threat to be killed. Uh, the official statistic uh, told us that at least uh, 400 uh, workers uh, uh, were killed um, at their workplaces uh, during the performing their work um, uh, by, um, by Russian aggression uh, since these two years. Uh, more than uh, 1,000 workers were injured uh, at their workplaces. So it's only about workplaces. But at the same time, Ukrainian workers uh, were killed uh, on their way home and at they, uh, their apartments. For example, uh, last week, uh, there was an attack on Kyiv and uh, one of the residential buildings was hit by the uh, by the Russian forces and uh, our member a female member, the single mother with two children uh, and uh, her mother uh, lost uh, their apartments because of this attack, but thanks God they alive and we provided any possible aid and uh, help in finding new temporary accommodation. At, at the same time, at the end of the last week, there was a... Um, attack on Solidovo, it's a mining city in Donetsk region, and our female leader, um, Taisia Kravtsova, uh, was injured during the shelling of the city, and she also lost her home, 
so uh, uh, the independent trade union of uh, miners of Ukraine um, provided help to her and started the donation campaign because she lost everything she had. So it's an example how our workers uh, today live, but at the same time they are resisting because uh, to work um, despite the terroristic uh, attacks of Russian Federation, to work, to continue to support Ukraine, uh, it's uh, also a form of resistance. Uh, moreover, our members and, uh, as, uh, and uh, ordinary workers they are doing everything to support uh, the Ukrainian armed forces and to help uh, people affected by the war. That's why they volunteering to provide help and collect uh, donations to buy different uh, needed goods. As a trade unions, we also uh, uh, are doing a lot to uh, provide help to internally displaced people who lost their homes or fled from hostilities. And also we provided help to the uh, Ukrainian armed forces because ordinary workers, miners, uh, railway workers, uh, plant workers, uh, medi uh, medical workers uh, who are our members, now they are serving in Ukrainian armed forces. And they voluntarily joined army because they wanted to defend Ukraine and just, and stop uh, Russian occupation. Because Russian occupation means uh, uh, war crimes, uh, killing, tortures, and uh, there are no uh, rule of law uh, at the occupied territories. And we, as a trade union uh, center, uh, uh, was affected were affected by the war since uh, 2014 when um, after the first occupation of uh, part of the territory of Ukraine, the independent trade unions uh, were banned uh, at the occupied territories and uh, leaders of trade unions were kidnapped and tortured and there were a threat for their lives. So that's why uh, Ukrainian trade unions uh, with uh, Ukrainian workers uh, continuing to resist and fight for freedom and independence of Ukraine. Lysitha, thank you for that. We only have time really for one more question. The question is going to be, how are unions in other countries helping Ukraine and what else should they be doing? Uh, we appreciate all help that we uh, have received from our colleagues, uh, brothers and sisters across the world. Uh, they provided us financial aid as well as aid in the form of uh, food, uh, clothes, goods, uh, medicine to our members and uh, people affected by the war in Ukraine. Uh, we are grateful to also to our uh, brothers and sisters and to the Global Trade Union uh, Organization that uh, provided support to Ukrainian um, trade unions that are working and continuing to protect worker, work, workers' rights and uh, continuing to improve uh, working conditions even under this uh, uh, this environment uh, uh, even during the war uh, so they uh, help us uh, to continue our work and uh, we call everyone to support ukraine and uh, uh, before the date uh, the bitter anniversary of the full-scale invasion uh, invasion of ukraine on 21st of february we call everyone to 
organize actions, uh, elections, uh, meetings, uh, uh, different actions on support of Ukraine. Moreover, we as a trade union call to uh, to appeal to uh, the governments uh, of democratic countries to continuing to, uh, to provide assistance to Ukraine, humanitarian, financial, economical, and the military assistance. And I want to say that the military assistance means to us Ukrainians that we uh, can live and work um, despite the missiles attacks uh, of uh, Russian forces that can uh, target at any point in the in Ukraine uh, whenever they choose. And this air defense system uh, saves lives of ordinary workers and their families and children. And we need uh, um, the support of uh, democratic countries to win this war and to stop this genocidal war because we fight for uh, democracy and freedom. Well, Leslie, thank you very much for that. You have started this interview by telling me you are under missile attack at the moment. I hope you're in a safe place relatively. And if not, please go to what now. Um, thank you. Thank you very much. And we will we will talk soon. Bye-bye. Goodbye.